Welcome to My Beautiful Stories, our conversations about finding the magic in the mundane. Hello and welcome to episode 7 of series 3. Today's episode comes in a slightly different format. We are grateful to Katarina from Haita magazine who has recorded her story for us. So you are going to hear Kiki now. 2020. What a year. The year that is marked by worldwide pandemic. The year I moved back to my home country of Austria for the first time in 10 years. And the year I became a mum for the first time. It is a year that has left me thinking, opening myself up to new feelings and shifting my priorities. But let's start from the beginning. Our son Julius was born at the beginning of March. The birth wasn't a particularly easy one. I'd rather not go into too much detail. But after 25 hours of labor and all sorts of techniques to get things going, it was discovered that our little man was a stargazer. I ended up having a C-section and due to some complications during that, spent the night in intensive care. I was not well. I felt weak was in pain, and every time I closed my eyes, I could hear the noise of the doctors tearing me open. I couldn't even look at Julius, and found it hard to hold him, let alone feed him. Luckily, I realized quickly that I needed help, and insisted to see a psychiatrist while I was still in hospital. Turned out, it wasn't normal for the psychiatrist to show up for women who had just given birth, but I was persistent, and eventually got what I had asked for. Talking to a professional helped me to go through everything that had happened to me in my body again. It helped me to put things into perspective and take the first steps towards making an emotional connection with my son. We left the hospital on the 6th of March. The COVID-19 cases in our neighboring country, Italy, kept on rising. And now other European countries, including Austria, were starting to report cases too. My husband was asked to stay at home from work as my immune system was weakened from the surgery. They classified me as a risk patient. Feelings of worry started to creep up inside me. I was worried about myself, my grannies, parents, friends, and most importantly, our newly born son. Going to the shops, the pharmacy, even just bumping into someone made me feel uncomfortable. I didn't want there to be a chance for Julius to get infected. Both my husband and I were still traumatized from the experience we had at the hospital. We were not ready for more stress to be added to the mix. So we decided to stock up on food, nappies, as well as a few other necessities and go into self-isolation. Shortly after, the lockdown in Austria was announced. What we didn't expect was that the situation that felt scary and bad at the beginning turned out to be a blessing for our little family. Due to the pandemic, nobody could come and visit us. Of course, it was sad that our relatives and close friends weren't able to see Julius, but we realized pretty quickly that it meant that we could fully focus on us. We didn't have to be concerned about a spotless house to welcome visitors. We didn't have to use our energy to converse and keep smiling, even though we were still worn out from the birth experience. And well, the newly reduced amount of sleep. We could gently get familiar with our new roles as parents and act with intuition, rather than following the well-meant advice from others that new parents are usually faced with. We didn't have to rush from one appointment to the next. We could focus on what we were experiencing right at that moment. First meals as a family, first walks along the river. How Julius concentrated when he noticed light around him. How he relaxed on his daddy's chest. His first little snores, the happy sound of him drinking, 
and the way he moved his little arms and legs when salsa music came on. Apart from allowing me to grow into my role as new mum, the time at home helped me to rediscover the appreciation for my surroundings and the simple things in life, and that had a significant impact on my healing process. I had the chance to consciously let Heiter in. If you're not familiar with the term yet, Heiter is the German word for cheerful. The first time it became very dear to me was when I found myself in a tough situation a few years ago. Similar to back then, I was determined to feel better, and from my previous experience I knew I could do that by finding and celebrating joyful moments, or heiter moments, as I call them. When Julius was asleep, I began to sit in the garden so that I could listen to birdsong, inhale the surprisingly fresh and less polluted air, or watch the clouds go by. I danced freely on other days, blew bubbles, took photos, and created drawings. I mindfully drank hot drinks, and took my time cooking and baking, using all my senses. It helped. I managed to keep sane, whilst there was a lot of negative news in the media. I could feel my strength coming back, and I was able to fall in love with my son and my role as mum, even though I didn't think it was possible, right after I had given birth. Yes, there were, and still are, many scary, sad and painful aspects of the pandemic. I'm fully aware of that. Yes, I understand that I'm lucky that the situation turned out that way for me and my family. My thoughts go out to all of you who had different experiences. Thank you, Kiki, for this amazing story, which resonated with us on various aspects on a personal level. Indeed, I was moved by this story on many levels. But first I was moved by it as a mother. I felt a deep sense of communion with Kiki as I was listening to her first hours as a mother and the very first days. And for me, this is yet another reminder on why we record this podcast in this form. I find that stories like this are so important to weave into our common understanding of of 2020 and particularly the pandemic. By sharing our individual unique stories, we actually discover common spaces that we can step into and thus create a community, a virtual community through storytelling, which is absolutely amazing. It's as if we are stretching hands yet again virtually towards one another. Indeed, and even though this is virtual, is not dissimilar to real-life friendships where we also tell each other stories about ourselves. Particularly in motherhood, I find it's almost necessary to share stories with one another. And it's a, a pleasure and a means to connect. And what a journey to have embarked on for Kiki. What a unique journey to be a witness at the start of life. But Kiki's story has quite a few starts. The start of life, the start of motherhood, the start of a pandemic, the start of a life together as three. So many starts to be exposed to all at once. And it's interesting that you mentioned beginnings in the context of this story. Because I remember for me, the birth of our first child was an absolute beginning and complete reformulation and redefinition of meaning of life and what life was about. Definitely remember that to this day. Yes, I remember that. I remember you reflecting upon it almost immediately whilst I was still on a high and not quite knowing what had happened. And we were talking about starts and I was thinking how it's said that 
our own birth narratives influence the people who we become to a certain extent. I definitely remember the story of my own birth and and uh, my sister does as well. So I was thinking of Julius and how he will relate to this quite unique birth experience that his mother has had. And then I kind of went further and I thought of our own children. We have three children of very different ages and they all definitely experienced the last few months in different ways. They will have memories from it. So my reflection is how will our children grow up? What sort of people will this generation become? Yes, and we were recently talking to our friends exactly that issue and recognizing that lockdown like any other challenging experience will have effect on our children but with the right support and the right family behind it can make them more resilient and just better individuals but that is if they get the right support I guess we should recognize that a lot of children will be in a difficult situation under lockdown circumstances. They would have experienced the entire pandemic in a very different way. For the recommendation, we would like to stay with the theme of slightly isolated and challenging circumstances that can be painful but can also develop us and let us grow. And we would like to recommend the film Leave No Trace by Deborah Granik. It's a quite atypical coming-of-age story of a daughter and a father where the father forces a non-typical lifestyle on the family and the daughter needs to make some difficult choices at some point but very interesting and nicely done. I also kept thinking about this film post-lockdown because it reminds me that everything is changing. None of the states that we are in are perpetual and though there are bits of lockdown that I actually miss or I have developed a certain nostalgia about, I need to remember to be in the present moment joyfully as well this is it for this week thank you and until next time until next time this is it from us if you like the podcast please rate review or subscribe get involved in the conversation each week on my instagram account at stories